and welcome to episode 245 of Laps Gamer Radio. We're creeping up on 250 episodes, boys. Well, I probably have done 250 episodes because there might be a few that are unnumbered, but like 250 num- numbered episodes. It's 2024. We did it. We got through the festive period, mostly unscathed. We're all here. We're deep in the January blues. I'm joined by Chazzy and Andy and Nick. Hello. Gentlemen, did you all have a, a wonderful festive period? A non-denominational festive winter <laughs> festival? Yeah, it was good. Good fun. Yeah, lots of busy. food, lots of drink. drink food, lots of family. Good. good. Lots of games, actually. Yeah. Surprisingly for me. Yes. Yeah, I played a lot of games as well. Um, so... In order for this episode to become not too long, because we are going to also have a look at what games that are coming out in 2024 that we're looking forward to, mm. shall we jump straight into what we've been playing over the festive period? Can do. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to guess and go in reverse order of how many games people played, <laughs> starting with Nick. <laughs> I feel seen here. Is this because I've just been very quiet about like, yeah, we've all played lots of games over the holiday period. Yeah, you haven't posted anything. Very meekly. Yeah. I haven't posted anything. You haven't posted about anything, you know, in, in chat that you've played. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Tell I know I have, did. actually. You did, you did, yeah. You did, yep. yeah. <clears throat> I have played so over the festive period, um, I have played one game. I've nearly finished it, to be fair. I'm doing pretty good. It's a great game. Um, It's very much inspired by our Game of the Year uh, deliberations and discussions. uh, And it is the wonderful Tinykin. Yay! What a Um, game. On all of us. Yeah, I think I listened to Chazzy and Mark both talk about it on Game of the Year. Um and yeah as soon as the steam sale rolled around uh, it was like less than seven pounds or something so i was like yeah why not um what a lovely little game it's basically pikmin sort of but it's not it's a bit different but it's basically pikmin if you've played pikmin you'll understand you collect the little critters you've got a you have you're in different rooms and different settings and you've got to get different parts of your ship together to build um and yeah, just traverse the landscape of the rooms in weird and wonderful ways, collecting different critters, different coins, and different bits and bobs. There's some you can do races now. I think that's a new thing. Um, you can there's like mm-hmm. time trials that you can do throughout the rooms to to go through certain hoops and and uh, paths and stuff. It's fine. Um, that's probably my least favorite part of it. I just I just really like. I don't know. There's just something really nice about going around the room and just collecting everything and figuring out how to get up there and doing all the little sort it's of satisfying, puzzles. isn't it? Just working a route out to somewhere and then, you know, suddenly realizing you can solve a puzzle while you're up there. Yeah, I did. I did one uh, room the other night where you had, um, without giving too many spoilers away, um, you had to like make a disco. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really cool room. Just when everything pieced together and came together at the end, um, it was it was quite cool. Um, so yeah, I've I've been playing Tinykin, and I think I've I mean, based on the fact that I've only got like two parts left to get on my spaceship, I don't know if there's other bits afterwards. 
Is there other bits afterwards? Uh, no, not really. It's okay. it's not the longest of games, but um, it depends on what you want out of it, whether you want to um, uh, <clears throat> 100% it or not. Like, if you're going after, like, finding every tiny kin and every piece of pollen. It's pollen, isn't it, yeah. you're collecting? Yeah, yes. every piece of pollen and all of the treasure and stuff like that in every level. Like, yeah. 100%ed most... Cause I picked it up in Steam side as well and hit it real hard uh, while we're off. And mm. uh, I've 100%ed most of the levels. There's, a, there's, like, a few bits of nectar and a few tiny kin that are eluding me on a couple of levels that stopped me from 100%ing it, but... Yeah. Um, it's not huge. It's not it's not a massive no. game. And it's it's, like... it's a nice game for what it is. Um yeah. I'm not, you know, I li- I like small games these days. Uh and yes. yeah, it's just been nice to play. So so I'm <clears> I'm <throat> quite excited and happy to hear that I'm quite near the end of it and got it's one game chill. ticked off this year already. <laughs> yeah. Really. Um it's super chill. I like I I I I'm wrong. I love Pikmin. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um but um, yeah, I love that it's like um, there's no there's no jeopardy, there's no enemies. Yeah, you're not you're not in danger of like losing your tiny kin or anything like that. It's just super chill. Yep. And I'm a sucker for a game where you are tiny in a in a house, in a big room, yeah, or a garden. I keep meaning thinking like I should probably check out that um, Microsoft Honey I Shrunk the Kids esque game. Oh, uh, grounded. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. yeah, the one with the bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're tiny in a garden. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Tinykin is a lovely little game. <laughs> it is. That's great. Mm. Anything else? Not game. No. <laughs> okay. Now, I wonder, out of Andy and Chazzy, who's played the least? <laughs> I'm going to guess Andy. Usually, Andy plays lots, but. You know, he's two kids at Christmas time. It's going to be a busy time. I'm guessing you ha- you've played less. Uh, free games of Christmas period. Okay, so that's one completed. Two made quite a bit of progression on. So uh, a completed one. Um, it's good thing it's one where completed. Francis, my daughter, um, Lego Incredibles. The um, polishing that off with her and so once again co-op um, through the Incredibles world unlocking characters you've unlocked um, various Pixar characters as well um, I think we've unlocked a couple from like Finding Nemo um, you play through and um, you want to play through the two, two movies of Incredibles you, funnily enough you play through the second one first and then you play through the first one um, play for the story levels, and then you've got the option of doing the wider, wider world that um, exists there. Um, the city tackling crimes, unlocking characters, golden bricks. I think there's another two hundred bricks and stuff, and just doing various little missions in the world itself. I'm, I don't think I will bother with all the rest of it. I think I'm quite happy just to complete the story. But there's a few interesting twists on this. Um, from the format um, where you had certain parts of a level you had these little platforms with the incredible symbol where you had to um, team up with the other player um, get all these little little bricks and tap 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 you know a little bit of 
um, tapping the circle and then you create these like super um, effects um, they were new to the game um, game's a lot of fun um, we enjoyed it um, yeah I'd rec recommend it you know I haven't completed the Lego game for a little while I think it's been one in the top 10 for the last two years but yeah this was fun fun little game that we could you know took a few hours off um, so that was good um, the other game I made two games I made a progression on I uh, went back to Immortals Phoenix Rising um, I'm now nice. yeah I don't know how far you've got that on Chazzy how far have you got on that or did you get uh, not that far because I'm playing it in conjunction with the little man so he's uh, it's whenever he, he he's on the Xbox so not, yeah. not a million miles into it but enough yeah enough yeah I've sort of done Athena and Aphrodite now and I'm on to Ares right. so cool. the third bit yeah I'm still enjoying it the world's great um, the art style is really really a lot of fun with it. the progression of the character the voiceovers from Zeus and um, what's he called is the guy who keeps getting his kidneys eaten chained up <laughs> Adam Jensen <laughs> <laughs> no it, it's the same voice actor and it yeah. got really distracting uh, he, he, I, can't, I kept on I kept on expecting to say I didn't ask for this <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I can't remember that's great I can't remember but uh, yeah, so um, Prometheus. Prometheus, that's it. But um, but I find that's quite fun. <laughs> but you know, the world itself, the art style is a lot of fun. Beating up the creatures is quite simple. I've got a big hammer, and you know what you unlock and how you you know develop your character so that you do more damage is quite straightforward. There seems to be a lot of quests, you know, still randomised throughout the week, you know, coming up. And little things. Um, Francis wants to watch it as well, but I'm just like, I just need to push home sometimes because it's she's got so much, so much other things. It's like I say, it takes a long, long time. I just feel like I just need to get on with it. Um, but got up to certain certain vaults are tough. I think some of the puzzles are a bit too far. I'm on this Aries vault where you're having to move blocks in the air and it. You know, it can be quite difficult. Just take a, some of the vaults it says, just take a little bit of time. And, and I know if I did that with Francis, she'd just get bored. She hasn't got the patience at the moment to mm. keep persevering and persevering. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's a fun little game. Still, so I'm still going to complete it. Probably at the end of it, probably get the season pass. I mean, you can pick up this game for two to three pounds or something. You know, whether it's a yeah, physical it's a lot disc. Of game for that matter, the amount of money it's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of yeah. game. It's a shame that I've heard that the cancel the sequel as well. Because um, I think the sequel would have been good. Mm. Um, but hey ho, you know, who knows what we're going okay. to change it into something <laughs> else instead. But yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um, and the other game I've gone back to is Bard's Tale 2 from 1984, Whoa. the remastered version. Um, yeah. I've, yeah, I've just gone back into that. Um, in a big way um, on the Xbox <laughs> uh, because it's on Game Pass it's one of it's one of their developers is it in Exile or something like that yeah it's studios they did it they did the remaster anyway so I've just gone through more towns there's not much story 
um, into that, but it's just exploring. Nice little graphics. But I tell you what, I'm glad I'm not playing this in the 80s. Bloody hell. Some of the <laughs> rooms. <laughs> and uh, yeah, You forget how hard and weird and the thought processes for games like that were. Oh, uh, I know. Until you go back to it. And, uh, and some of the rooms get you to cancel your magic, which you use to light um, rooms mm. up. Um, there's traps everywhere. I think some of these rooms are like, say you like teleport them, so you teleport all over the place. Oh, I'm using maps, I'm using all sorts of guides. I'm just like, but I'm enjoying <laughs> it. Uh, that's the thing. I've, I've got myself to a position yeah. where I've got my, my party of six. I've got like nice tool armor buffs but the mages just do this spell and it just costs 10 power and we just keeps attacking these enemies and just keeps knocking knocking them down so I'm quite interested in joining them just powering through um, the game at the moment there's not much story time it's just exploring six cities and finding pieces of this key and that's it but yeah uh, just those three games and Francis is playing DuckTales again she's loving that at the moment that's it oh brilliant yeah, my nice. son's playing that as well, and he's loving it. Yeah. So, yeah, that is really Classic. good. Yeah, that yeah. remaster is is absolutely exquisite. So, yeah. yeah. Good choice. Oh, one more. What she's playing nice. as well. Sorry. <clears throat> Castle of Illusion on the PS3. Um, that's another good one. <clears throat> yeah. That came out about 2013. Uh, Mickey Mouse and the Castle mm. of Illusion, yeah. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Whoever remade it, that's yeah. a really good one. She's nice. really enjoying that. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Awesome. Right, so that was three games. Let's see if I was right. Kazi, <laughs> yeah, how many mate. games did you play? I went bonkers. I went like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Fucking hell. Yeah, but they're all... They're I think, all, I think you might have beaten... I think you played more than me then. Nah, it's, it's, it's more... These, this is more of a tapas situation. Some of them I've put time into. Some of them I've um, had a little dabble, but definitely you'll hear about them more in the year. Um, I'll probably start with the two big ones. Um, I got given... Spider-Man 2 for Christmas and I'm thoroughly enjoying it and it's more Spider-Man 2 um, and that's all I'm going to say on that for now until I've really got into it um, but you know you, there's some great quality of life stuff in there for you swinging around and I've spent more time doing side quests than I have the main story um, but off the back of that I've also been playing Jedi Survivor um, which is if Spider-Man 2 is more like a GTA game then Jedi Survivor is more like an Uncharted and um, mm-hmm. I'm getting really into that really into Jedi Survivor and I'm really enjoying that and it's taking me away from Spider-Man 2 a lot more than I expected it to so um, yeah again I'll have a pro- I'll have proper thoughts on it like as I, as I go on through the year I think um, and then there was like lots of little stuff in the same sale and like Game Pass and that kind of thing so, um, Sifu, the kind of weird um, oh, the, the, fighting game. Yeah. Uh, Where every time you lose, you get older. You get older, yeah. So, um, I've got through like the kind of first stage of that on very easy just to get my head around how it works. And that is a really stylish, cool game that I really need to get my teeth into because it's, um, yeah, it feels a bit special. It's it, It's one of those games where... It makes you feel more empowered than maybe your button presses are, you know, uh, you know, my, my my skills on the pad um, are really. But um, 
yeah, the things you do and the story it's telling and like you say, that whole mechanic of getting older as you um as you die and becoming more it, the game becoming I think it's more difficult. Is it more di- it, yeah, it becomes more difficult as you go on. So yeah. Mm. Really, really enjoying really been enjoying that and um yeah, wanna wanna get back to it, but like because I've got so many on the list now, it's now trying to work out right when am I gonna play these and in what order. So uh yeah, so then there's um Noita. Noita? Yeah. I think that's how you say it. But essentially this is Dark Souls done. Dark Souls? Dead Cells meets Spelunky. Um you're right. a little wizard uh in a kind of Dead Cells looking kind of world, sort of that that kind of pixelation, that kind of animation. Mm-hmm. But you can float using the space bar and you use your mouse to fire point at things and fire your wand. But in a sort of all the levels are spelunky like in as much as you can explode and deform the environment. There are creatures and critters all over the place that you kind of have the same kind of attack patterns and jumps as um, Spelunky. And basically, you within like seconds of a run, you can get yourself in all sorts of trouble and kill yourself because you've accidentally dropped a bomb on your head and a monster's come over and eaten you and a spider's jumped down and killed you. That It's that kind of Spelunky gameplay. But um, there's mad stuff in it like... There's fire that propagates, but if you have water in a bottle, you can spin your mouse around and it will fling water everywhere and dampen you down so you have a wet status effect and now you're wet. Um, You can't be affected by fire as much. And then, you know, there's other potions and other things that you can do that are similar to that. And there's all these kind of weird status effects you can use. And, yeah, it's one of those ones where I I love Dead Cells enjoy Spelunky but not very good at it and it's one of those ones where I bash my head against it but I'm thoroughly enjoying it so yeah mm. really fully recommended if you like any of those two games so uh, yeah I've been into that um, Dave the Diver but I'm guessing that might be on your list as well Mark because I know yeah I, know I haven't really played that. that much of it uh, I played the first um, maybe a couple of hours yeah, but I've watched Zoe has fucking hit that game so hard. Yeah. It's all she's played over Christmas period. She's like twenty hours deep in That's it now. So much, it's so much fun, and the kind of um, that the, the the swimming section of it and the sushi section of it. That's about as far as I've got at the moment. Is kind of I've 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 found a thing, and things oh, mate, are happening. Right, you've got no idea that yeah. game fucking goes goes places, places right? Yeah, I, like, feel I, kept, that I keep on like. I look up, like, Zoe's doing a swimming section or she's doing a sushi section or whatever. It's like, okay, that's cool. And then I look up and she's, what's this? Seahorse racing. What's this <laughs> fucking side-scrolling Metal Gear Solid-style yeah. stealth game section? What, why is this Why is this game suddenly turned into Cooking Mama? Like, yeah. it, there's, a, there's a fucking whole, like, Animal Crossing-style or, 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 or a Stardew Valley-style, like, farming mm. minigame just buried in there about 10 hours in. Yeah, again... Like, it's another one of those games where I've got into it, played about with mm. it, got to a certain point and gone, yeah, this is going to eat like you know, eat up a lot of time. So, yeah. yeah, I'm coming back to this. Thing is, every single one of these I've picked up, I've been so lucky over Christmas. Every single thing I've picked up has been an absolute banger. So, yeah, mm. Dave the Diver, I'm definitely, again, it's on the back burner, but I'm definitely going back to it. So, yeah, so much fun. That's the, that's the next one I'm jumping back on. Yeah. Well, well, when I want to have cleared a couple... Uh, well, well, one more game. I'm jumping back on that. Nice. So yeah, and then uh, two random sort of 
I heard things on podcasts over Christmas and mm-hmm. thought, that sounds amazing. I'm going to pick that up. So the first one is a uh, Cobalt Core. So this is a F... I want to say FTL-like, but it's more like... Uh, it looks a bit like FTL, but if it was made by the people who made Dicey Dungeons, you have uh, a, a spaceship, and that is represented mm-hmm. on the bottom of the screen. And then you have uh, your crew that is represented on the left-hand side, and they're all... Um, sort of different creatures um, and they uh, essentially look after different parts of the ships. You have then a ship above you um, that you need to take out. So what you're doing is essentially just moving your ship left or right to shoot the ship in front of you because they're pirates and they're going to take your loot. The only difference is, is this is all card based. So you only get a certain amount of energy slash mana so sort of more bit like hearthstone uh and you can only play cards so you can only dodge if you have a dodge card you can only shoot if you have a shoot card and then obviously there's different versions of cards and they go through from being your standard gray right through to green you know green blue purple orange you know and you get better and better um uh, like cards to help you defeat these spaceships that are in front of you. Um, mm. And you go through an FTL style grid, or like if you've played uh, Void Bastards, that kind of um, that sort of grid, right? Where's your spaceship going next? You have to make those yeah, kind yeah, of decisions yeah. and trade offs and stuff. And um, it's brilliant. The, the pixel art is amazing. The dialogue is incredible. The tat, like this, this sort of card tactics game that's in there having to work out how you're going to stay alive and keep your shields up and stuff. Yeah, it's just brilliant. And I thoroughly recommend it. Go and, go and check it out um, on Steam. But yeah, it's one to watch because it's um, it's awesome and it's such a good time. And even my son, like my son picked it up and within about two turns, he was like, I get this. And he was just cracking through, you know, smashing, like smashing the cards out and killing ships and, getting on to the next levels and stuff. So, yeah, Cobalt Core mm. is incredible. So that's the one I've been playing, one of the ones I've been playing the most on the kind of indie Steam list. Um, and then the, and it's a, it's like a roguelike. So when you die, you regenerate, you come back, you keep some of your stuff, and then you go again. So a lot of these are roguelikes, actually, yeah. like you say, Sifu and Cobalt Core and Noita. Yeah. But the last one, which is on Game Pass, is RoboQuest, which is... Right. Borderlands meets Returnal. So it is okay. essentially a first-person shooter like Borderlands that looks mm-hmm. like Borderlands, but it is a roguelike. So you go through um, levels, taking out yep. all the enemies and kind of trying to get to the next objective. Uh, you've got mm-hmm. like a little girl, not voice acted, so it's um, all done through text. Like a little girl has a little, um, who you, who is your... Who you're protecting has little text bu- bubbles come up, and you like read you read the text. So it's more like a pared down, less production budget sort of version of Eternal. But the good thing about this is, is you can play it four player co-op, and you have different classes, so okay. you can all play it together and try and get through this roguelike and kind of beat the loop and and crack on. And it's scratching that Overwatch fast paced shooter on the on the pc thing 
that I've been looking for. So I've been looking for like a shooter that isn't Overwatch that's single player, and this is doing it for me. It's pared down. It's not like you know, like say, it's not high high production values, but because it's very indie. But yeah, honestly, so I've had so much fun with it. And um, again, like you know, I like a roguelike anyway. So yeah, mm. that's the, that's the one I've been playing the most, I think. And uh, yeah, it's just fast paced, quick action, jump in, do two or three levels, jump back out again. And um, yeah, and I'm and I'm done in sort of twenty minutes, half an hour sessions. So yeah, that's that's the one for me. So um, yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's more all the stuff than that really. Yeah, like I love a good little bite sized game. Mm. No, it's great. It's good fun. We'll have good. to get you. We'll have to get you all on a stream or something at some point, because it's on Game Pass. Yeah, you can get it on the PC or whatever on the, on the Xbox. Yeah. It should be cross compatible. So, yeah, that'd be it good fun. Be. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um. Right, what should I run through? Uh, I've actually completed four games. <laughs> oh, one of them. One of them I talked about plenty of times before. <laughs> uh, so. Um, keeping my running tab of games I finished this year. I finished a short hike. Nice. Um, it's on. It's on Game Pass. I think it's on Game it Pass. On Game Pass, yeah. A friend, friend of mine who uh, is not a gamer at all. Um, or I never thought she was a gamer. So you know, we've been friends for years. Went to uni together. She never showed any interest in gaming. She just messaged me and said, "I've got a Switch." Uh, and I've played a couple of games. She played. Um, Untitled Goose Game and a Short Hike. And she was asking for recommendations, and I recommended a few. And then I saw that Short Hike was on um, Game Pass, and I thought, oh, I'll give this a try. This is the one that I think a lot of people, uh, I think I wasn't the only person who thought, is this related to Night in the Woods in some way? Because the character design is a little bit mm-hmm. reminiscent of White Nights in the Woods. It's a different game. It's, it's like a very blocky, polygonal 3D, uh, 3D isometric. I don't know what you call it sort of game um about you play this this young bird character called claire she's on holiday in this mountain resort uh and she can't get a signal on her phone and needs to phone her mum. and the that is the the crux of the game is having to is is like working out how to climb to the top of the mountains you can get a signal to phone your mum. that's it it's only about an hour long um but there's a lot of stuff to discover in there. You could spend more than an hour in there for sure. Um, because there's all the little denizens around uh, the the, um, the mountain that have little adventures or quests to do, like go and, you know, hunt out, um, you know, collectibles and bring them back. And the interactions between Claire and the, and the people that live on the island are all very charming and oftentimes very, very funny. It's just a very sweet little game um proper yeah it's it's a it's a one and done like um you know you, you get it done in one session perfect game pass game um yeah really enjoyed that um next one was um <clears throat> planet of lana i got confused for a while i thought is this the one that was made by the ex play dead people but it's not it was the other game about an alien invasion that's a side scrolling that, that looks like this this right. sort of style that's made by x play dead staff uh but it's it is a very much a uh limbo inside style game but it looks 
fucking gorgeous it looks like a ghibli film it's absolutely stunning um or hand drawn from what i understand um it's about four hours long i honestly i enjoyed it more than um uh inside and limbo it adds an extra wrinkle of the fact that you have like a little pet companion that you need that you use to help get past puzzles none of the puzzles are like particularly taxing but they're enough to like stop you in your tracks and you know make you scratch your head a little bit until you figure them out um like one of the prettiest games i've, I've played in years stunning soundtrack as well quite moving yeah um yeah absolutely adored it it's on game pass get it played before it leaves uh it's a short game it's and yeah i fucking loved it, it absolutely a, loved just it. from the screenshots i'm looking at it looks like you say it looks like a ghibli kind of like flashback slash mm-hmm. another world but like way more pretty yes. and beautiful yeah yeah it is gorgeous mm. absolutely gorgeous um yeah uh definitely recommend that one um i've put down diablo 4 as the games i've finished now because although i saw credits roll last year and I played a lot of it. I don't think you can really count a Diablo game as complete. I mean, some people would say you you never complete a Diablo game, mm. but unless you've hit max rank with a character, um, and specifically for me, hitting max rank with a character in a season, like a seasonal character yeah. getting to max rank, because when the season ends, that character gets reset, like gets dumped out of the out of the seasonal um, realm. Um, so I hit level 100 with a character that I'd started this season. Uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> still really like that game. Still dead good. Um, oh, I forgot because it was technically last year. I played and f- saw credits on and then immediately uninstalled Far Cry 6. <laughs> uh, because... It's not very good. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could have. I, sh- I could have. Sh- I knew it wasn't going to be particularly good. I, I like. I played. I, I and I bought Far Cry Five a while ago when it was like cheap on Xbox. Never even finished it. Uh, I, like I was done with that franchise. The only reason I picked, like, decided to play it because it was on Game Pass, and because it's set in a, it's 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 set in the you know a fictional version of Cuba. Yeah. Now I'm very interested in the history of the of 20th century cuban politics and history is something that i'm very interested in as part of what i wrote my dissertation on was american foreign policy in cuba um specifically i did cuba and venezuela um so i know i know a decent amount about um cuban politics and uh americans attitudes towards cuba and american portrayals of cuba but this isn't an american studio this is a french studio right well it's a french it's a french canadian studio as part of a french publishing group doing a game about cuba and i was really interested in how they treated it uh, and how they would handle the politics in a series which has been just like absolutely apolitical up to this point like the far cry 5 when they'd got like a what is what is what is coded clearly coded as like a right-wing militia group (laughs) in the american midwest that have absolutely no political no like viewpoints whatsoever because they're so terrified of upsetting people um 
Far Cry 6 is a little bit more political, but the politics are absolutely dog shit. Uh, its portrayal of Cuba and Cubans is not great. It's complete, it's almost complete, uh, like, ignoring of the American blockade of Cuba. Um, there is a, there's like a, you know, a, a, a white American businessman <laughs> who is like, you know, helping corrupt uh, working with the dictator to help corrupt the country. Only then they pull a rug pull. And he's like, actually, he's not American. He's Canadian. Whoa. <laughs> um, and like, it's just a whole bunch of stuff like that. But like the, 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 like the one big thing that you can do, one big activity that you can do outside of the regular shit is there's a, like a fighting game, mini game in there, but it's cockfighting because you know, those poor Latin Americans, they love cockfighting, don't they? Like it's, there's a lot of stuff in this game, which is like, borderline racist <laughs> it's, it's so fucking gets weird to the line and uh, sort of turns around again but yeah uh, yeah shouldn't be getting and like right close. down to the, to the fact that like none of the main cast none of the main cast are voiced by latin american people um even like the the, the main bad guy is um Desperate uh, uh, uh no i can't remember his name oh, he's, he's italian half italian oh, half uh, I can't remember where his where his other parents from, but like the the Latin side of him is Italian, not not even Spanish, let alone Latin American. None of the main cast are Latin American. None of the writers were Latin American. There's loads of really bad mistakes in the Spanish that's spoken in the game and stuff like it's it's just yeah. a fucking mess. But it is quite pretty, uh, and there's a lot of salsa music, so pff, swings around abouts. Um, Pikmin 4, but I will come back to that on a later episode because although I've rolled credits on it, I still haven't finished it, finished it. I want 100% that game because I really fucking love it. Nice. Um, it's really good. It's it's the best Pikmin yet. Uh, and I fucking love it. Can't, can't stop playing at the moment. Um, so, yeah, the last one I'll talk about is uh, last night I finished um, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy because it nice. dropped on uh, dropped on um, Epic Game Store the other week. They picked it up, uh, fancied like a you know a fun. Yeah, I don't know how long it is, but I played a lot of it. Like yeah. pretty much every evening when Zoe went to bed, I'd stay up and play a couple of hours. Right. Um, I'm so conflicted about this. Such game. a strange game, Drew. I like. I was talking about it on the game of the year last year, not you know mm-hmm. this one just gone, but the year before. Yeah, and I know exactly where you, like how you're feeling with the whole kind of it's 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 a complete fifty fifty marmite of a game because half of it's amazing and half of it's just like mm-hmm. if they could have done so much better with the the combat, you know, yeah, that would be an like that would be a stellar game. But, um, yeah. So the, the like the out running around on the planets, adventuring stuff is for bet for 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 bet for, for for better and for worse. It is Uncharted basically. Mm. So it's got all the good stuff of Uncharted, the big set pieces, and like the running around and the the snappy dialogue jumping and blah blah blah. The climbing and the chatting, jumping and the climbing and the chatting and all that fun stuff. But it also has just like wave upon wave of bullet spongy uh, mm. enemies with not particularly good shooting. Um, yeah, and the, the little thing that they throw well. in, yeah, the little thing they throw in is that like you, the other characters in the, the the other four members of the Guardians have got like these powers on cooldowns, and you can like hold left bumper and then s- press one of the face buttons to select a character, and then 
press one of the buttons again to select one of their powers or whatnot, and you're supposed to use them to combo enemies about. And it can be very effective when you use it, but it's not necessary. You just kind of like plow through them. Um, the difficulty in this game, it doesn't matter where you ramp it up or down, the game doesn't become any more technically complex or anything like that. You don't have to be more... All that happens is the enemies hit harder and take more damage. Yeah. That's all. And so it just becomes... Not changing not the difficulty just makes it more frustrating. So uh, after the first like first few major encounters like with bosses, I was like, you know, fuck this. I'm just putting it on easy. I don't care. Uh, I have no shame in playing games on easy when I just want to get through it. And it, like, and the aspect of it that is frustrating, I don't care about. That's annoying. There's lots and lots of like environmental puzzles which aren't interesting at all. It's like there's a pillar. Oh, what, what should we do to get this pillar over? Oh, ask Drax to knock it over. Yeah, okay, if only we had someone fine. strong enough to knock it over. If only we had someone, yeah, if only had someone strong enough to knock it over, get Drax to do it. And then that have, that'll happen like, you know, 25, 30 times throughout the game. This is like, we get it. Mm. Like, the, like there's a, there was a thing over there that can be grabbed. Oh, Groot, can you make a bridge across? Oh, there's a little tiny hole. Um, can you go in there, Rocket, please? Oh, there's some pipes that need cutting. Can you cut them, please, Gamora? And it's like, it does. It waits until like the last hour of the game for the characters to finally start automatically doing that stuff. Yeah. You, don't, you don't have to ask them. But for the rest of the game, you have to ask them every single time. And it's like, why? They have no, uh, like, of their own agency whatsoever. There is no complexity to this puzzle at yeah. all. It's like, I can see a pointless obstacle. I just, the, the only thing that is stopping me from getting through it is pressing two buttons. Um, why? Yeah. Uh, but the story is like the story is so good like the um, the set pieces are so good the 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 voice acting and the like the I don't know whether they were motion captured or anything mm. like that for the, the cutscenes and everything like it's so good the story is uh, I think it's the it's the best story in any comic book game I've played. So that I'm, I'm including all of the Arkham games. I'm called, I'm including the Spider Man games. Those games are probably overall, well, not probably. Those games are definitely overall better games than Guardians of the Galaxy. But in terms of like story, yeah, this is so fucking killer. Now I never played the Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy game. Right. Uh, I've got no interest in playing it now because this game like in incorporates elements of that like with the dialogue choices uh mm. and um just the general way that the characters interact with each other and the, and the choices you can make also, not just to affect the story but will affect like the characters attitudes towards you yeah. and like you see like you even get like little text up in the little corner being like you know like a character will remember that and it'll have like an, an impact on the game further down the line mm. i don't know how many different ways the story can play out but i'm i i, I get the impression from what i read that it's, it's there's quite a lot of variety in the in the way the story can play yeah, out i skipped a whole section um just by having a couple of decent dialogue choices mm. going my yeah. way yeah so it, it's it, like um there's like a bit at the beginning like when you go to lady hellbender's mm. castle um and you have to present her with a monster and depending on which character you pr you give to her as a monster the game the next like hour or so of the game plays out completely differently mm. depending on which one you choose um uh and yeah the, the story is it's not just like you know uh, usual witty guardians of the galaxy dialogue 
it doesn't follow on from the films at all. It follows on from the comic books, and it doesn't do the origin story. And so, if you're not familiar with the comic books, I think you might. Some people might feel a little bit lost when they jump in, and it's like, you know, the the characters are already their their relationship with each other is already established yeah. off screen, uh, and it's not the same as it was in the films. Thankfully, no offense to the films, I, I enjoy them, but the, the game understands these characters uh, and their portrayals is closer to the comic books than the films are. Um, yeah. But that's a you know. Uh, that's not a criticism of the film. They're a different different adaptation. Um, I just preferred this portrayal of the characters personally. Um, and yeah, it's like a story of family and parenthood and llamas, you know, and llamas, space llamas. <laughs> uh, and I fucking loved it. Um, there is one thing about the combat I do like, which is like the um, when you can do the rally thing. Yeah, that's great. When you press like when your meat is filled up and you press both the the, the shoulder buttons, and they the all the the characters huddle up. But it goes a and bit personary, like, and you get like a a background with loads of words coming in. Yeah, and you have to read how you how the teammates are like feeling and pick the right motivational speech. And then he hits play on one of any number of like eighties bangers on his Walkman, yeah. and suddenly like the soundtrack, the the original soundtrack, which is phenomenal. Yeah, like the original soundtrack is incredible in this. Like that fades back, and then suddenly you're like, you're the combat is slightly more bearable because you know, um, sexy thing by Hot Chocolates playing or something like that. Um, <laughs> well, you're uh, absolutely uh, annihilating people and. Yeah, yeah, and throwing them out the stage, and yeah, yeah. It's There's comedy. so much about this that I love that the stuff that annoys me just annoyed me even more, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, I think one, I think this game would have would have been absolutely killer uh, if uh, it was a co-op game. Mm. I like that it's a single player, like linear narrative adventure game because not none of those are made these days, and everyone thinks they're fucking games as a service. Fucking the Suicide Squad game mm. by the Arkham team is no longer a single player game. Now it's a four player cooperative, blah, 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 whatever. But this game's crying out for it. Mm. Can you imagine how good it would be if, like, instead of just pressing some buttons, like you, your friend was controlling Drax and you got exactly. a friend controlling it was a bit more like Gears of War, you know, like that, the co op. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been great. Um, I also think oh, a lot of these things would have been tidied up if they were to make a sequel. Unfortunately, this game was published right. by... Uh, it, it's it's Eidos Montreal, who is a developer that we like because they make good games. Um, <laughs> but this was published by Square Enix. And Square Enix said it didn't sell well. But Square Enix say that every game published by a Western studio that yeah. they own or, you know, they published a game or didn't sell well because that's how they can, you know, withhold playing bonuses. So no idea how well it actually sold, but I don't think it did sell well. <laughs> I'm part of the problem because I didn't buy it. I played it when it was free. Um, <laughs> but um, now they're owned by Embracer, but I don't know what the contract situation's like uh, with yeah. Disney. So we probably won't get a sequel, which is kind of kind of sucks. Yeah, because there's sad. so much promise here. Like I understand now why everyone was going on about the narrative, and it won like an award, didn't mm. it, for the yeah. narrative at the Game Awards, Game Awards and whatnot? Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, the story's incredible. Uh, so yeah, if if you did grab it while it was on um, Epic Game Store, give it a try. Just put it on easy. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, just get through the combat just any way you can. Enjoy the story. It's, just enjoy it's the story. Well worth it. It's so good. Mm. So so good. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a solid like six, seven out of ten. Um, yeah. Flawed, but I can't help but kind of love it. <laughs> but anyway, that's everything I've been playing. Uh, apart from a bit of Dave the Diver, but again, I'll talk about that on a later yeah. date when I've played a little bit more. Shall we look forward to the rest of 2024? Yeah. Because look to the list of games that are coming out, and whew, boy, is there a lot of games. This could potentially be another absolute banger of a year if all of these games that I'm interested in come out and they're all good. <laughs> now, those are two big ifs. Yeah. But. What are people looking forward to in 2024? Um, going in what we think is going to be release day order. Yeah. Helldivers 2. Yes, mate. Oh, nice. Yes. PC, PS5, hopefully yeah. um, cross-platform. Uh, to be fair, I say hopefully, but I don't think any of us have got a PS5 anyway. Um, um, uh, Chazzy does. Chazzy, sorry. Yeah. I've you know, you know me. Um, <laughs> I've got access to one. I just I know you've got access. You're just not you, allowed you to touch it. I never use it. No. <laughs> yeah. No, I did teach. I played. I played about ten minutes of Lego Two K whatever Drive. Drive. Yeah. Uh, and it was on PS. I played ten <laughs> minutes of that. While Zoe was cooking dinner, and then I got kicked. There off. you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved the original Hell Divers back in the day on the PS4. I think it was tragically underplayed. Mm. Um, oh, I played a, I played a fuck ton of it. Oh, yeah, but like, it. it's always one of those paper. games that felt a bit like a cult classic. Like, not enough oh, yeah, people yeah, yeah. Yeah. knew about and appreciated it. And yes. by the time it came to PC, it was way too late. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But Sony really? has learnt this time, and apparently, it's coming day and date. So, mm-hmm. looking forward to some Hell Divers Two fun with y'all. Um, Absolutely. February is just fucking shocker. Um, mm. Open well, roads. I mean, um, we're, uh, January, we've got, but before we move yep. into February, we've got uh, Tekken 8 yep. and Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Those are oh, two God, big hitters. I'm going to be streaming um, the F out of Like a Dragon. Yeah, I'm, I'm having to, I'm holding off uh, because I don't want to play it until I finish playing the man who erased his own name. Yeah. I've kind um, of decided I'm just going to have to play this and then go back and treat the other one as a seat, as like a prequel. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Tekken Eight as well. Uh, if I if I had still had a PlayStation plugged in, I would have 100 percent picked it up because mm. I fucking love Tekken. Yeah, Tekken. But um, I don't, so I won't. Uh, <laughs> what about the new Prince of Persia? That's in January, isn't it? It is Prince yeah. of Persia: The Lost Crown. That's the side scrolling one, right? That's yeah. More yeah. in the vein of the original Prince of Persia. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry, Nick, you were saying February. No, it's all right. February. Uh, Open Roads, which oh, yeah? is the next game from the Fulbright company uh, who made Gone Home, uh, yeah. which was an incredible game. And then Steve Gaynor went and was a bit weird and kind of yeah. ru- ruined a lot of things, but he has nothing to do with them anymore, apparently. He's gone. Um, so it'll be very right. interesting to see what they come out with. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I don't think they've really released much about the game. I think it, it, another one of these that they've been working on for years and then mm-hmm. 
there's been a few snippets but not too much so looking forward to finally figuring out what what the hell that is like um, wherever the fuck the sequel to uh or the follow-up to firewatch is yeah with its 2029 release date <laughs> oh the um that's not to do fulbright though is it no no no, no but it, it, it but it just you know another like. walk a follow another a follow-up ah, to I a see. well-regarded walking simulator yeah definitely yeah um, what was that? The Valley of the Gods or Valley something? Valley of the Gods, yeah. The, um, yeah, yeah. Sort of the Egyptian... Come on, Valve. Yeah. Um, another random one, Ooh. Pacific Drive. Um, I knew absolutely nothing about this until earlier today when I read a Eurogamer um, preview about it. Uh, and I think it looks great. So, um, yeah, kind of excited to see what that's about as well. Um there's also two remakes coming out in February, as if we didn't need more <laughs> games that we've already played to give us roast into glasses of nostalgia. There is Star Wars Dark Forces remaster. Um, I still mm. remember playing Star Wars Dark Forces on like a very old PC, like mm. in 1996 or whenever it was. Um, so yeah, it might be fun to pick that up and see what it's like. And Tomb Raider 1 to 3 is getting a remaster as well, which um, again nostalgia no. proper nostalgia oh, hit for me that mm. and that's yeah, not those, in... those uh, first three are like i think they they uh, they they in places they uh definitely because i because i played um through uh little bits of them on the on my little handheld emulator yeah um so not the best way to play through that sort of game then we were on a little tiny screen parts of it really do not hold up particularly well as like a lot of early 3d games do <laughs> some of it still fucking slaps yeah and um locking the butler in the fridge is still oh, classic beautiful just have to do it <laughs> yeah. um but yeah um i'm really looking forward to jumping back in i appreciate there's a lot of um nostalgia and definitely roast tinted glasses with some of that and you know we've moved mm. on and the grid-based system will be interesting to see how that is in 2024. But yeah. hey, um, it's quite cheap as well, so it's it's not a massive investment to to just probably play about an hour of and then be like, yeah, that was cool, and then never mm -hmm. play it again. Which is such is the way these days. But hey ho! And apparently, there's an Alone in the Dark game coming out. Chazzy, did you add this? I didn't add that. That's oh, Andy, yeah. tell us I, about Alone in I the Dark. Yep. Um, it just seems to be another remaster um, or a remake of the original. They seem to be kick, kick, um, starting it again. I just think I remember playing one of them. I can't remember if it was four. Um, I picked up the uh, Lord in the Dark on the PS3 the other day, so I'm going to try and play it through that. It just looks really good. Lord in the Dark is probably one, I think it predates um, Resident Evil in terms of survival yeah. horror. Um I saw a preview of it, um, trailer. It looks really good. Nice little graphics and stuff. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just reading here that they this was meant to come out in January, but they've delayed it to Mar the end of March to give their uh, employees some time off over the Christmas holidays. Uh, rather than oh, isn't that nice? Crunch them oh, over nice. Christmas. That's nice very nice of them. THQ hmm. Nordic, good guys. We like good it. Good guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll continue. Unicorn Overlord. Who wants to own up to that one? Not me. And Andy. Me. Again. Me. Yeah. 
So this is from um, Vanillaware. They did um, one of their games that I really like. Um, beat them up. Okay. Very exaggerated graphics. I think they also did Odin Sphere, which I need to pick up, but it just looks beautiful in terms of its um, almost comic book art style. Um, I think looking the trailer didn't really make it clear what the gameplay was like, but I think it's more of a turn-based one. Um, and yeah, it looks like um, uh, uh, almost like a, the, the, the combat stuff looks very Fire yeah. Emblem. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tactics RPG. Yeah. But it, I, I just like the look of the graphics. I think they Vanillaware do very, very nice graphics. Mm. Um, I think they've been a bit muted this time compared to Dragon's Crown um, with their characters. Um, but yeah, mm. looks, looks, looks good. So that's fine. Cool. Nice. Homeworld 3? Uh, yeah, sorry, that was me. Um... Homeworld series, uh, I really enjoy. Um, it's uh, an RTS game, but in space. Um, they've always been really fun. Um, they remastered the first two a while ago. Uh, and yeah, uh, it, it probably won't be one that I'll pick up at launch just because there's too many games already. Mm. But um, I am looking forward to at some point playing some Homeworld 3. I'm pretty sure I remember having Homeworld 2 on one of those like do you remember the electronic boutique sort of classic games that were like a tenor? Yeah. And it, yeah. They had a weird design and then the actual cover inlaid in them. I'm pretty sure yes. we had Homeworld 2 on one of those. Nice. Yep, I've just I've just found a picture of it. Bestseller <laughs> series Sierra, exactly as I remembered. Yeah. Um I'll just drop that in chat because <laughs> talking about nostalgia hits tonight, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, Manor Lords. Yes. Um, that is another one from me. Manor Lords. That just looks like a. Uh, I mean, I might when I get around to it, I don't know. But um, looks like a bit of a Total War, um, Age of Empires. It's set in the Middle Ages, building up your manor and micromanagement. Um, but looks a lot of fun, seems to be getting a lot of um, praise as a bit of an indie title. Um, it's a small developer, as I understand it. Um, seems to be getting a big pusher, um, people are a bit excited for this, mm-hmm. so I saw the trailer. I'm not going to say it, it looks totally original, but I like the theme, Middle Ages. Um, looks one of those I'll play. Well, it's a mixture of of, um, of genres because I'm looking right here it says that it's a medieval strategy game featuring in-depth yeah. city building large-scale tactical battles and complex economic yeah. and social simulation so it's like mixing like those like grand strategy games with like a Total yeah. War style thing with like a yeah. city builder no. so looks fun I mean might be exceedingly beyond the abilities of the developer but we'll see yeah yeah have to see how that one pans out, as with everything these days. Uh, Eluden Chronicle 100 Heroes, coming out Yeah, <coughs> so the preview came out um, last year. Um, a little short preview, and then we're not going to play it. But this is like um, a spiritual sequel to Sukaden um, on the PS1. Um, I think Sukaden had about 100 different characters. Um, I think it's by the same developers. 
but they don't have um, mm-hmm. the rights to it. I'm saying that, I just remember now, Sukaden Remastered is coming out actually this year as well. And we're looking to pick that one up. Um, this looks interesting. You know, mm-hmm. JPRG wandering around in the same vein. So I think it's been, I think it's a Kickstarter if I remember right. Yeah. So this one. Thank you. Cool. Yes, it was a Kickstarter, yeah. Yeah, very good. Uh, yeah. And then finally, the last game on the list, which apparently has a release date, Warhammer Space Marine 2. No guesses who put this one here. Andy. Well, uh, Fucking hell. <laughs> there you go. It does have September. a release date, doesn't it? it no, that's what I said, date. the last one that does have a release date. I thought it had a release date. That might be maybe an idiot and putting it in the wrong list. Have you put it in the wrong section? Yeah, it does. Yeah. 9th of September. There you go. There we go. September. So, massive fan of Space Marine 1. Um, it is mm. the best, worst game that I've ever played. Um, on the, what, on the are you, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no worst <laughs> about it. It's just a good game. It's just... A, no, to be fair, it's, it's a very good third-person like uh, Gears of War S clone, and um, I had so much fun playing that, that game. Um, on the 360, and they're making one that's all shiny and yeah. cool looking, and uh, yeah, and just everything that I wanted, I want from a Space Marine game that, to just tear around with a bolt gun, you know. It yeah, I'm, I can't wait to play it. Does look it. awesome. The moves, what they've shown on the trailer, look pretty good, don't they? It's yeah. just like, I don't know if it's, is it, is it going to be co op or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, That'll be a good yeah. one to blast through. But yeah, just um, like I say, the, fir- the first one's the, th- the first one is a, is a, is a is a cult classic, and this one's just gonna blow that out of the water by the looks of it. It's just gonna be over the top and Warhammer, which I can't wait for. So yeah, c- can't wait, can't nice. wait for that. That's a big big tick for me. That's good, mm. excellent. Yeah, um, looking forward to that one as well. Should yeah. be good, good fun in multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. And now we'll move on to games that don't have a release date, but should, fingers crossed, hopefully with a little bit of luck and hopefully not too much crunching, make it into 2024. <laughs> uh, round robin of whoever whoever the hell put these on the list. Star Trucking across the universe. Who is Star Trucker? That's me. Uh, Star Trucker. Oh, that, that'll this be me cool. as well. Yeah, yeah. This me looks and Mark, really uh, cool. Me and Mark yes. are bang into this. Um, essentially, Fuck it's yeah. American truck simulator in space in space so yep. it's kind of like elite but not elite yeah elite dangerous but not elite dangerous looks a little bit <laughs> yeah. sort of um it's elite but if you were tr- if you were driving if you were flying around in a, in a like a fucking in an actual, in an actual big yeah rig you're actually you've taken rockets. a hgv pickup and you've and taken it into space yeah yes basically yes. it just yeah. looks awesome uh, and it's I'm, like uh it's it's everything that i wanted from a like uh, a a three like a, a first person um, rebel galaxy, but uh, you know I don't want I don't want to I don't want a combat focused game. I want to I want to haul. You want to yeah, be the freighter stuff. that all the X wings are looking after. I just want to haul stuff, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just want to drive. I want to go to space truck stops. I've been and eat bad space truck stop food. <laughs> I've been re- researching Hotas joysticks and throttles so i can play this game so yeah oh mate i've got Does, one to recommend you <laughs> do so. we know if this will support vr uh, uh probably no i would I you'd imagine it do. either will or would they would would add it or it will get modded in 
Yeah, I think it's going to get added because I've got a funny feeling because, sadly, I'm on the Discord for this game. <laughs> and um, I mm. think VR's come up as a thing and they're like, look, we want to get the game out first and then if we can you know, do VR, then we'll do VR. But that will be a very much an afterthought. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. I remember that being said. So, yeah. That's you know, one of things like, I'm still waiting for a VR support for... Um uh, official VR support for uh, Hard Space Shipbreaker. So. Yes, mate. Oh, God. I know, yeah. I know, I know. Um, next up, home. we have Baby Steps. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yes, Is right. this um, Quop? 3D Quop? Uh, essentially, but it's like a narrative game. You've got... It's, um, it's an open world. But in, yeah. in 3D. What does it say on Steam? I remember this being in uh, the whatever festival it was in the middle of the year. Next Fest. Is it the Next Fest? Was yeah. it Next Fest? Or was it, or was it one of the Devolver Digital? Yeah. Um, one of those. But essentially, you've got to move. E3. You've got a, a key for each of your limbs. Yes. And you yeah. You have to coordinate yourself through mm-hmm. a, an, an open Go on a 3D adventure. And go on a 3D uh, the adventure. The description... Yeah. Uh, it says, a player's Nate, an unemployed fail son with nothing going for him until one day he discovers a power he never knew he had, putting one foot in front of the other. Explore a world shrouded in mist one step at a time. Hike the serene mountains by placing each footstep yourself in original physics-based gameplay from the minds behind Ape Out and getting over it. Taking the sights, fall in love with the local fauna and try to find meaning in a wasted life. Nice. I can't Very wait good. for that. It Just looks, looks really hilarious. silly. Yeah. 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 100%. Elden Ring, Shadow of the Urge Tree. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if this does I come mean, out this year, then I will fucking lose my shit, but... I'm, yeah, I was going to say that that's, that's not official, no, is it? official, is it? I mean, yeah. uh, lots of publications are listing it in there. Okay. Um, uh, it's like uh, on the Elden Ring wiki, it says an upcoming uh, expansion for Elden Ring, Shadow of the Urge Tree. So it's like, I think it's been announced without... Uh, trailer. <laughs> yeah. They just, they, just put it on a, they just put it on a website someday and yeah. hope yeah. no one would notice. I mean, <laughs> um, next okay, month. cool. Yep. Cool. I mean... Next what? month, for the record. Yeah, I doubt that. Can, can you imagine, yeah, can you imagine the like, scenes if, if FromSoft just shadow drop? <laughs> if shadow they stealth the dropped tree. it, I'm, I'm going to need like live <laughs> camera footage of... Um, Tamur Hussein's reaction. Yeah. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, cool. Good. Yep, we all look forward to uh to playing that. Um I'm gonna guess here Andy Frostpunk two. No. No, that was I me. The first one. Wow. I'm terrible at these guesses tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um the sequel to the world's most depressing game. Um, Frostpunk is like I don't know if you've ever played it, it's like a it's a city management thing, but you're building the game in like a dystopian future where like the world has frozen over and you have to make very difficult choices as to whether people have heat or whether they eat yeah. or whether you like crush rebellions. Um, you have to, it's, it's incredibly harrowing like, and depressing. Yeah. I didn't play that much of the first one because I just couldn't take that. I couldn't take it. Um, but it's an interesting over. game. So they did that. Um, this war is mine. That the developers. I don't know if it's the same developers, but it is as as depressing as yeah. this war is mine. <laughs> well, it is the same developers. Wow, they love depressing <laughs> games. They do. Cheery bunch. 
I'm they've guessing got another it's one to the out. Board game. Um, Eleven Bit Studios. They've got another game that's coming out called. <laughs> Here it is, The Altars. I remember seeing a trailer of this a while ago. An upcoming survival game. Uh, in the game, the player assumes control of Jan, a space miner who must create alternate versions of himself in order to survive on an inhospitable planet. Nope, um, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just completely ignoring their games forever. I don't I don't have the, <laughs> the mental capacity to support them, I'm afraid. No. On the topic of death and... Mm-hmm. No... I felt a segue and, and it developers. just it just went away from me. That's Hades it. two. I think we're all looking forward to this. Uh, I can't wait. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is my most anticipated game. Uh yeah, just it'd be I think this is early access, um, not the full release. So yeah, yep. be aware that kind of what you play may may change. But yeah, I I, I will be on that day one. For the early I'd, re- I'd be really interested as well to see if they do uh, another no clip documentary because that was really interesting last time when they mm. put it they put Hades mm. out in early access and they filmed the entire process um, with no clip and didn't COVID happen halfway through it? Yes, yeah. they did. Yes, yeah. COVID happened halfway through, so that was a thing as well. So um, yeah, it'd be really interesting to see them do the same for the sequel uh, if they do. But yeah, um, Hades was pretty much on all of our game of the year lists yeah, in various line, years yeah. based on whenever we played it. And I'm sure the sequel should be good. Mm. Um, boy, I really enjoyed walking around the city in Hades in between the fighting bits. You know what I'd like even more, guys? If I was a little kitty in a big city. Oh <laughs> Segway master. The Segway master. What is this? Who put this on? Did you put this on? Of course you did. It's a fucking cat game. Of course I put it on. Yeah, I know. Little Kitty Big City. Okay. Um, Yeah. It looks similar-ish to Stray, but with more goofy. It's kind of like a cross between, I would say, Stray and Untitled Goose Game. Okay. Uh, Little Kitty Big City is a third-person adventure video game where the player controls a a black domesticated cat that is lost within a large Japanese city. The player has to navigate the cat back to its home. They can also interact with the city and do typical cat actions, such as catch birds, jump into boxes, steal food, and play with their tail. The player can also communicate with other animals in the city and may dress up in various hats. Yeah. Very good. Game of the year then, probably, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's day one for me. Yeah, it does look good. I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie. It looks so good. Um, Yeah. Um... I don't really have much more. (laughs) Sorry, I just watched the trailer and there's a bit where like the the cat starts chasing its tail. Um, Sorry, I I get distracted easily with cats. Um, Next up on the list, cats. You know what else has got a tail? Wolves. The Wolf Among Us 2. Yeah. Um, The Wolf Among Us. I should really stop with these segues. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm loving it. I need, I want more of them. Yeah. Um, the first Wolf Among Us was a uh, was a was a big hit uh, in LGR Towers. Mm. We all thoroughly enjoyed it, right? We did um, a whole episode on it, and then we we did episodes about the first two novel like volumes of the comic books as well. Um, it was the only Telltale game aside from maybe the first 
uh, a series of Walking Dead, the first Walking Dead game. Yeah, the only Telltale game I really cared about. Oh no, the Borderlands one was quite good, and I heard the 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 Minecraft Minecraft story mode was quite good, but I never played it. Yeah, but the Wolf Among Us, like, uh, fucking slapped. It was so mm. good, so well written. Um, introduced me to that world, and I went on and like read a bunch of the comic books and really really enjoyed it. Uh, and yeah, thoroughly looking forward to this. Who so I don't know how, who's putting it out. I was going to say like this says it's Telltale, but what like what Telltale is Telltale? Telltale was now? taken over by the guy who wrote books. Was it? Oh, uh, Robert Ker- Robert Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman, writer of a Walking Dead. Yeah, I think there was like a basically there was like a, a consortium that came together to basically save yeah. Telltale and then start putting out yeah the last of their content, and then that went mm. on, and now they're pulling themselves up again New content. to make the Wolf Among Us yeah. 2. Yeah. They've released three games, haven't they? They've done Star Trek Resurgence, The Expanse, yeah. and yeah. this one. Yeah, I've seen The Expanse game advertised a bunch. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's good to see them back. Like, I just hope that they just, like... The problem they had, the, without getting into a whole thing about it, the problem they had the last time was the... Um, uh, expanding too rapidly, yeah, um, they too quickly. Way right. too many expanding mm-hmm. too rapidly, but also just throwing. They seem to be just throwing anything at the wall and seeing yeah. what stuck, just mm-hmm. because they could. They yeah. had the engine. They just bought a ton of IPs, yeah, and stretched threw themselves all of too them thin, out. yeah. And uh, the quality dropped, and they got samey and massively dropped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have we got a new engine for this one? What? Um, no idea. I mean, you'd imagine it's different to the old one. You'd hope so. When Otherwise, it'd probably yeah. already be out. That'd be creaky, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, Telltale Games, a sleeping giant. Hmm. Possibly. Possibly, yeah. Potentially. Potentially a sleeping giant waiting to wake from their deep slumber. Oh, yeah? The next game... Still uh-huh. wakes the deep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, really looking we... forward to this one. Mark, are you still too terrified at the, oh, the look of it? Absolutely. Fucking no way am I playing this game. Um, yeah, Still Wakes the Deep is a um say in 1975, disaster strikes the B- barrier D oil rig off the coast of Scotland. Navigate the collapsing rig to save your crew from the otherworldly horror on the edge of all logic and reality. It is by the Chinese room, uh, who make the best walking simulators. Um, they made Dear Esther and everybody's gone to the rapture, basically. Oh my God. Everybody's gone to the rapture has got mixed reviews on Steam. What? Wow. <laughs> that was a masterpiece. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, I what? think that was because uh, a lot of... Um, I, I want to say, this could be wrong, that a lot of Americans didn't really understand the kind of Britishness of the village. Over kind of... over um, Christmas, my cousin got married in a very small village mm. near Stoke. And obviously, we drove down the night before and stayed because we weren't going to drive all that way, you know, in, yeah. on the day. So we had like a morning to ourselves in a sleepy little village called Acton Trussell. And I basically That's recreated. Not a real name. No, it fucking is. Go, go and look <laughs> it up. Acton Trussell. 
And I basically recreated everybody's gone to the rapture walking around this sleepy town. I read all the village notice boards. There was a little <laughs> bus stop that had like um, a big wooden um, notice board thing up. Yeah. And all the bus stops there had posters that were designed by the local school children, like a year group for each bus stop. Nice. And one of the bus stops had a sign saying, Year seven did not submit posters <laughs> this year, or something like that. So it was like, awesome. you know, throwing year seven under the bus. And there was a, a bitly link f- to for fundraising for some new benches to commemorate the Queen. Um, yeah, there, I, I loved it, but 100%, it took me right back to everybody's gone <laughs> to the rapture, just walking around this in- quaint English village that was deserted. Um, but yeah, I can understand. I, I can. Yeah, I can get if if you're American, you don't, you've never really don't understand it. Might be a little different, yeah. I suppose. But yeah, also I think it was like the walking speed as well. Like even if you went into sprint, it was still the slowest walking speed known to man. I think that was a lot of the complaints I remember hearing about that. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, I I very much enjoyed <laughs> everybody's gone to rapture, and yeah. I hope everyone did. Everyone else does check yeah. it out. Um, if they've not already Mm. Um, going now from sleepy English quaint countryside to the edge of the galaxy or at least a galaxy very very far away Star Wars Outlaws yeah trailer looks good it looks really good good. this looks like the Star Wars game I have wanted for about 20 years time yeah 20 years time the last 20 years it does look surprisingly like Survivor in some respects um, that's out at the moment. But, um, yeah, it's just, it, it seems like a bigger, op- more open world. So, yeah, it's just going to be one of those great... Is it, it's Ubisoft, yeah, isn't yeah. it, this one? It I is, know, yeah. Think. Yeah. So, yeah, good pedigree um, for an open world I, ga- games and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm... I'm I, I think it's massive, isn't it, who made The Division? Yeah. I just hope it's not that it's not too Ubisoftified. <laughs> That's my one concern with it. But yeah, <sighs> yeah I know what you mean like just full game. of stupid yeah. collectibles and stuff like that. And um, yeah. I think if it's yeah. part of Division team, I think it would be more Divisiony than you give it credit for. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm just I just like like I say, having played through the um, uh, Survivor at the moment, and I just like I love being in that. In that universe, it, games-wise, at the moment, they seem to be doing a hell of a job. So, if this can get the the tone right, then uh, yeah, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, probably a day one for me. Mm-hmm. I would, I would imagine. I know, you know, um, it just yeah. looks great, and hopefully, it takes the world by storm. Gate. <sighs> Stormgate, anyone? Yeah, Stormgate's me. Um, It's a free-to-play RTS game by former StarCraft developers. Um, There was a big segment on it at Summer Games Fest or the Game Awards the other year or whatnot. Um, It looks like it will scratch that itch that uh, StarCraft did once upon a time because I don't think Blizzard are interested in RTS games anymore. The world has moved on now. They're like MOBAs and stuff like that. Yeah. And Blizzard's MOBA fucking failed. Yeah. At least in their eyes. I think it's actually pretty good. Um yeah, it, it looks good. And it's free to play. I don't know how that model's gonna work. 
it's interesting whether it's like i don't know like in mobas it works because you're buying cosmetics and stuff like that for your character but how does it work in an rts where you've got like hundreds of units and yeah. i don't know we shall see i'm interested in, in the in the business model almost as much as i am in in the game itself but um i'd imagine it'll be like unlocking factions and equipment i hope yeah that's I was not the case factions. I don't. I don't want to have to pay to access bits of the game. Yeah. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see what it what what the situation is. Yeah. Um, talking of developers who once made some kind of games very good and now n- never do. Um, Elder Scrolls used to be good, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Used yeah. to be good. We yeah. all we all agree yeah. that it did. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. We've how many times have we all collectively bought twice, Skyrim? Twice, twice, a couple of times. Yeah. So collectively, probably like ten times, I would say, <laughs> between all all five of us, including yeah. Adam in, in this. Um, what What would you say if I said that Obsidian, a good developer, are making their own version of Skyrim? I'd say Woo-hoo! yes, please. Yes, mate. Very well. Excited. Avowed. Is exactly that, and hopefully coming no. out this year. <laughs> now I'm looking forward to this. Uh, like you say, Skyrim, but by the people who made Fallout New Vegas, and admittedly Alpha Protocol, but mainly Fallout New Vegas. So yeah, I've got high hopes for this. And, and the uh, Outer Worlds. And the Outer Worlds. Worlds, Worlds, Wilds, whichever one that Outer was. Worlds. <laughs> Definitely. There the were worlds. two terribly placed games <laughs> to get exactly. together. Like, which one is this again? Uh, but yeah, Outer Worlds, isn't it? Um, so yeah, but, but yeah, yeah they, they've got good pedigree with this kind of stuff. They their writing's normally pretty special, and yeah, um, yeah put that into a Skyrim esque environment, and you know, in a fantasy world. Yeah, looking forward to. to I mean, it's just this, if it comes out, it's the it's the thing of they do Bethesda better than Bethesda can Bethesda yeah. these days. This is so. It ultimate faith in them to pull this yeah. one off uh, yeah. and I'm very looking forward to it um, if there's one thing I wish I could say to everybody at Obsidian it's thank goodness you're here which incidentally <laughs> is also the name of a game yeah. Mark tell us about thank goodness you're here uh, well I think you're better positioned for this right okay thank goodness As you're it's here set in the town that you live in technically of. yeah um, <laughs> thank goodness you're here is an absurd comedy slap former that's a new word, <laughs> set in the bizarre <laughs> northern English town of Barnsworth, which is uh, obviously meant to be Barnsley. Uh, as a travelling salesman, take the time to see the sights and meet the locals who are very eager to give you a series of, increase- of increasingly odd jobs. Uh, yeah, it just... I can't quite un- explain this game. Um, it just looks insane and excellent it's kind of like it, it's giving untitled goose game meets kind of wario ish almost my. meets league of gentlemen set in barnsley <laughs> uh the developers seem hilarious and funny um and obviously locals um and yeah i, th- I think there's even some quite high placed cameos in the voice acting like i'm pretty sure i heard johnny vegas in there somewhere I think I heard Matt Berry as well. And Matt, yeah, I, yeah. I, none of I, they potentially got people who sound a lot like these people, but mm. uh, you never know. It, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. But it looks great. Honestly, go and give the trailer a watch, and also watch the uh, developers introduce themselves as well because that video is hilarious. Mm. Um, 
as well. So, yeah, very good. Um, and then finally, we've got one more game on here, which I'm not sure is really a game. I don't know if it is or not. Um, but British icons... Um, I, in the in the video game scene, I don't think there is a bigger mm. uh, British icon than Jeff Minter. And yeah. this year, we are having Llamasoft, <laughs> the Jeff Minter story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the guy's bananas. He's been bananas for a long time. He's made some really cool out there sort of games over his kind of tenure. And the, yeah, I'm, if that guy doesn't have a million, he's, he's a million and one stories then um i'll be very much surprised so yeah this could be just an again it's the same people who made like atari 50 and uh the karateka documentary game um that they've yeah. just brought out and this is their so it seems to the, be like a interactive documentary it's documentary here, slash so it's museum so yeah yeah it's going to be fascinating you know hopefully it'll be at a price priced a bit more generously rather than kind of you know full price game but um yeah i'd be interested to see what comes out of that and there'll be a lot of news stories coming out about these crazy things he's done over his lifetime yeah Mm. um that making of um karotica came up like frequently during next lander's game of the year yeah and um, liberations as well yeah um yeah sounds like i i am all for this like new uh not just like I wonder if there if if we you can we can lay any I don't know, blame's not the right word but you know what I mean hmm. at the feet of Danny O'Dwyer oh, gotcha. because suddenly people are taking game preservation and the history of games a lot more seriously and like there's yeah. these whole like uh, releasing a game a uh, complete with you know a documentary and historical documents about the making of it. I think um, I'm right in saying and I am all for it. Like that's great. Fucking love that. I want to say the Digital Eclipse is Mike Micah, who's the games preservationist kind of guy. He's the guy that you go to to find out about games. So he, I think he's been very much like I want to make something interesting in a documentary sense. And I know they've got Drew from Giant Bomb um, involved in the team doing stuff on that that project as well and like you say i think just with the the environment of like all these like cool documentaries coming out about games as well i think it was just like the perfect time to kind of unleash that idea and start making these kind of interactive museums i think it's just like a perfect storm like you say but uh yeah really interesting and what i'll have to do i think is um getting myself back into streaming before infinite wealth i might put atari 50 up and just go through some of it and kind of show you what they're what it's all about because it's it's just fascinating and there's some really like cool extras in inverted commas that are like wholly new games that they've created and stuff so yeah the, the job they're doing is phenomenal and like with the Bunker collection just not a lot but to add to the backlog i'll get round to, to so 25 stream of those two and kind of take you through what they're all about <laughs> cool the old twitches yeah. Just wait till and that is everything we are looking forward cheap. to in 2024. <laughs> yeah. No, no, just just a, yeah, just, just view games. To, to be fair, mate. I'm going to get all the money for all this, but we'll work that one out later. Uh, Hopefully, there's some good old Game Pass. Yeah, that's it. We'll have a few of these yeah. on Game Pass. I think Xbox please, have got you. something going on next week, Amber. Yeah. 
I mean, and that was just a like a uh, yeah. a handful of the games. I could looking through that. There's there's a lot more. Yeah. That are slated to come out over the year. Uh, and there'll be the, stuff we don't like, even know about that just suddenly appears yeah. and is amazing. So yeah. Shaping up to be um, a good one. Like, it's like the a developers thing. Just stuff that we didn't mention that's coming out this month. Uh, a new Undernight in Birth um, game. New. Uh, that's that's only for frightening game freaks. Mm. Uh, Apollo Justice Ace Attorney trilogy ported to PC, PS4, Xbox, oh, wow. and Switch. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go through every month. There's mm. just there's a lot. There is a lot. Unfortunately, out, uh, this year. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it <laughs> continues that trend from 2023 and doesn't continue the trend from. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 2023 of uh, laying off lots of stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh what's this? Oh, what's two that? of the big, two oh, what's, massive. What's this, Nick? Uh... <laughs> Hello, reporting live from Layoff Central over here. Reporting live from the job center. <laughs> um, I can see a lot of Unity employees have turned up today. Apparently, 25% of their workforce has been um, laid off. Uh, it, despite this is despite the board of directors receiving some very nice uh, profits last year, uh, and unfortunately, 500 yep. employees from Twitch have also been laid off. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, in prime as well, isn't it? More depressing January news yeah. just be, just after Christmas as well. Um, you know, getting into the year and already two massive corporations in the gaming industry have decided to do uh to, to lay these uh a lot of people off mm. so unfortunately it does look like there will be another year of counting the layoffs in the gaming industry and uh seeing seeing what what the repercussions of that are again mm. yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed it has a little bit of a rebound next year but uh that's that's a big big hope big a lot of hope in that 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 statement because i can't see it myself i can see a few more coming before we get to uh, the end of the financial year mm-hmm. unfortunately which is a shame but hopefully like you say pick up it'll pick, hopefully it'll pick up and uh, by the end of the year we'll be having a game awards where people are getting back into jobs and cool games are being uh, being being made mm. fingers crossed I've just yeah. seen as well. Uh, so the Unity layoffs uh, was actually was twenty five percent of its workforce, which is one thousand eight hundred pe- employees, uh, as part of an ongoing company reset, is what they're calling it. Mm. Uh, and Twitch was around about five hundred jobs, which equates to thirty five percent of its workforce. Yeah, yeah, I think it's all across their streaming services. I think it's also like Amazon Prime as well has been affected in that as well. Uh, well, I mean, all their, um, all their video services. We've added ads onto it and for next month. It's ads, and if you want to avoid yeah. the ads, pay an extra three pounds. Um, but of course, yeah. you know, their billion pounds of profit is still there, you know. Yeah, it's not as if I'm making any money, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well. But yeah, it's just a start. We're only what. 10 days in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 days into yes, it. Yep. 10 days in. Yeah. Anyway, let's not lend this on a bad times. note. 
<laughs> let's not end this on a down, on a on a down yeah. note. We're looking forward to to all these fantastic games we've been talking about coming out Absolutely. in 2024. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to chatting about them with you, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully playing some more games with yeah. you. Um, Watching more rubbish movies. We should probably at some point. Started. I'll have about we 40 should... games for the uh, Game of the Year episode next Hell year. yeah. That'll be nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Nice. Um, should we wrap this up then? Yes, mate. Excellent. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Nick's holding up a sign that says, please wrap this up. Oh, I thought he was tying a bow. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not no, Jess Keeley. He's got the sign from the Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> please wrap don't this up. care that your colleague died of cancer yeah. please wrap this up talking about your dead dad just get on with it <laughs> alright um, yeah looking forward to um, more fun episodes over the course of the year we'll have more films to talk about we'll have more games to jump to throw into the um, uh, to chuck into the the LGR <laughs> Hall of Fame they don't like none of the games that they don't have like their own pedestal or anything like that Place it's just lovingly. a room yeah. Uh, yeah, we 3D print a stat, like a, uh, like a, you know, like a plinth. statue thing for plinth, a thing for them, like a little, like a, like a plastic, like a crowbar, and I spray oh. paint it gold, and then we just chuck it in a room. Is that what you've been doing? <laughs> yeah, I've just been going down to Kex and finding the most beat up copy of the game I can and just chucking it in the utility. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't works. look in the. That's the problem. Is I don't look in the room. I literally just open the door, throw the award in, and shut the door. Yeah, like I don't think the light even turns on in there. <laughs> yeah, but no, we'll have more games to put in there. Yes. Um, there was chat a while ago. We've been threatening for a while to do like a deep dive into a couple of franchises, main, namely yeah, Dishonored yeah. and mm. um, Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Um, but thanks, dear listener. Uh, for listening and hope you had a wonderful festive period mm. and are enjoying the new year so far happy new year um, gentlemen as always thanks very much for joining me thank you happy new year always a pleasure to talk to you thank mm-hmm. you uh, see you later we'll catch you on the next one ta bye, bye. bye.